What's up? And welcome to Espresso with Erin and Sarit, the show where you go to gain the confidence and self-empowerment that you need to live your best and most authentic life. Tough love conversations to reveal the simple truths that will transform your relationships, your body, and your bank account. We are your hosts. I'm Erin. And I'm Sarit. And we are on a mission to transform the lives of millions through the same fitness, nutrition, lifestyle, and financial habits that have transformed ours. Good morning. Good morning, you guys, and happy hump day. All right, so today my intention is to blow your mind, okay? The day I learned what we're about to teach you guys, I realized that being unaware is just a terrible weakness. And that is why we have this show. And that is why we're having these conversations to really open up your eyes to all the opportunities that you actually have to change your life, but also to understand the the power of having access to the right information. So go grab your duct tape because your head is about to be blown off your shoulders. Oh. Emily Schroeder, happy belated birthday. Yes. Good morning, Tina and Emily and Laura and Jeanette and Janice and June Ellen and Stacy and Brogan and... Emily's there again. Tammy and Mark and... Mark Scott. That's a new name. Mark, drop a comment. Tell us where you're from. Andy, Kristen, Jessica, Heather, and anyone else. Paula. Paula, that's a new name too. Drop a and comment. Caesar. Tell us where you're from. And Caesar, you too. Drop a comment. Tell us where you're from. And who told you about us? How did you hear about us? I love it. This is where shit goes down. Good morning, Lauren. And today we're going to be talking about our money conversations, which are becoming, honestly, some of my favorite. Because here's the thing with money, you guys. Like, money doesn't buy happiness, but when you have more money, it it provides you with more opportunities, right? Um, So so money, when you have more of it... But it can buy me a boat. ...gives you a better access to freedom. And that's what this show is all about, freedom, right? We teach you all the steps to to provide you with physical freedom. But what's the point of having physical freedom if you can't go nowhere, if you can't do anything? It could feeling buy stuck is feeling stuck, it. right? Um, so, you guys remember that one time I thought that that was about um, bullets and a gun, but really it's talking about beers and a cooler. So today we're going to talk about the three forms of income. Does, okay. any, does anybody know what those are? There's three types of income. Drop a comment. Let us know what those are. There's going to be a lot of definitions and you guys will probably want to take some notes. Forms of income. Paper, plastic, coin. Coin. <laughs> Is it that? Okay, so... Let's get right to it. The first form of in- income is is the most common one, okay? This is where society lives in for the most part, right? And this is probably the one that you're familiar with, okay? So the first form of income is ordinary income. Earned income. Okay, so ordinary income is the first one I want to 
Find the definition for ordinary income, though I know that each and every... Why don't you find the definition for ordinary? Because income means money incoming, coming in, money to. Sure. Definition of ordinary. Oh, June Ellen has an answer. Tina has an answer. We got active, passive, passive, work income from employer, self-employed income. So ordinary, right, June Ellen, work income is basically ordinary income, okay? With no special or distinctive features. So normally... Ordinary income is characterized by you exchanging your time for currency. I think this this episode should be called Three Forms to Understand because Tina's right in active and passive. I think that's as simple as it gets. One, you work for. One, you don't. One, you work for. One, your money works for. Yes, yes, right? yes. So with ordinary income, you're exchanging your time and energy for income. Mm -hmm. Okay. So exchanging time, energy, and talent for yep. money. Yep. Um, basically sweat, sweat equity, right? So, you know, whether you, you're working based off of wages, salaries, it doesn't matter. Like your rate is based off of either an hourly basis um, a weekly basis, a monthly basis, so on and so forth. Okay. So you are exchanging your energy and your skills for money and you're getting money in exchange. And by the way, you guys, money is literally just a piece of paper that's used as a form of exchange, right? And that's why it's important to know that because money doesn't have that much value, but if we don't understand it very well, that's why most people fear it right? When in fact, it, it really is just a means of freedom. So ordinary income, okay? Here is something that you, we need to understand about ordinary income is that for one, you put your time and your energy in exchange for it, okay? So it takes a lot of time out of your day in order to get, and that's why a lot of people are stressed out, right? Because if they want to make more money, they need to put more time and more efforts and their job makes total sense. That's how it works with ordinary income, right? You work for your money. Now, here's the thing with ordinary income. Something that we have to take into consideration, right, is the tax law, okay? So when it comes to ordinary income, right, the money in which you receive to exchange for the time and energy that you put in gets, gets taxed as well. So when it comes to ordinary income, you're taxed at a pretty high rate. In fact, out of the, the three, ordinary income gets taxed the highest, okay? So, so in other words, out of your 100% effort and time, you end up with a percentage of the money that you worked for. Yeah. So you give, if you give 100, you're getting back 60 uh, 60 to 65. 65. Yeah, 60 to 65%. Yeah. So Uncle Sam or the IRS, the government, before you even see the money, right, takes 35 to 40% of what you're making, okay? And this is something that we talked about in the last episode, right? Let's say if your annual gross income is $100,000, right, what you're actually taking home is 60000 Okay, that's what you're starting out with. Good luck so, saving. Right. So so you have to take that into consideration, right? 
So that is the first, okay, form of income. Okay. Now there's. Can I say something else about that? Yeah. There's a cap. Yeah. Limited. Yeah. You can only give so much to make whatever you can make from it. Right. You only have a certain number of hours in a day you can work. So at some point you reach as high as you can reach. Yeah. And it caps out. Yeah. Yeah. And if you get a promotion, the reach becomes a little bit higher, but there's still a cap. There's always a ceiling Mm -hmm. to earned income. Yeah. So take that into consideration. Now, the next form of income, okay, is called portfolio income, okay? And that is basically like dividends, EFTs, stocks, you know, that whole thing, okay? So when it comes to portfolio income, right, that is money that works for you. And now here, in fact, I want to also discuss the third one because they both the second and the third form of income have have a couple of things in common okay now the other form of income okay is passive income okay so now here's the thing about both portfolio and passive income okay for one the tax rate on both of these is normally lower okay so you end up getting more okay for two you are not putting in your time and energy into it. In fact, it's the other way around. The money is working for you instead of you working for the money, okay? That is the biggest difference, okay? Tax rates are lower. The money is working for you instead of you working for the money, okay? So it allows you to leverage time. And that is why we say time is the most valuable resource, right? However, If you are so stuck in the ordinary income, it's really hard for you to see it because you value time based off of whatever rate somebody says you're worth, which is absolutely not the truth, right? But, you know, that is a very different topic that we're not going to get into, right? So what you have to take into consideration is that in order for you to achieve financial freedom, you can focus on ordinary income. Ordinary income is step one, of course, okay? But ordinary income is not the solution, okay? Because you can't leverage your time that way, okay? Like Erin said, there is a cap, right? And once you hit a cap, there's really only so much you can do thereafter, right? And that all, that is exactly why so many people, you know, after they get a certain amount of promotions, they start feeling burnt out because they're like, what's next for me, right? Um, however, society doesn't teach you all these things. And this is really the, the importance of us talking about it. Okay. So let's talk about what is portfolio income, what is passive income, and what are some ways in which you can actually start getting yourself to hopefully start gaining that form of income. I have a question. Yeah. Is portfolio income passive income? No. Why? It's not. Why? Are you working for it or is it making money? You're not working for it, but it's different because with passive income, you are getting, you're getting money each and every month without working for it. With portfolio, it's like with the stocks, 
it's rates go up and down. It's not a matter of every but month you're again, not, but X, you're not, Y, Z. Like it goes up and down. But you're not getting paid out monthly. I'm legit asking questions I don't know the answers to. So it makes sense in that sense. Like you're not getting a monthly cut delivered to you. Yeah. Right. It's, it's, it's gaining, but it goes up and it goes down and the you way, can pull it out. Right. The way in which you gain money. Okay. Through portfolio income is different than the way in which you gain money on passive income, passive income, you gain money on a monthly basis. Okay. And normally there is an appreciation. We're going to talk about different, different forms of passive income with portfolio. It doesn't work that way. It's like the value of a stock going up or down. So it's still passive because there's no energy generated to create whatever gain you're gaining. So it is passive, but it is not, it's not, it's, it is treated differently. And you are also taxed on it when you pull it out. Yes. And a lot of times you need to, you need to, I mean, unless it's stocks or whatever, if you have like an IRA or you have like a 401k, like you normally have to wait until a certain point where you can pull it out and you pay taxes on it. Or I don't even know if you have to, depending on how you set it up, but that's not my area of expertise. So I'm not going to try to pretend that it is. And by the way, I want to add something just so you know, okay. These, what we're teaching you here are just things that we're being taught by an expert. By no means, I do not consider myself a financial expert. Do know that. However, however, everything that we're teaching you is based off of our own experience and we just want to share it. Okay. So please do know that. Okay. Okay. So, so let's talk about portfolio income. Okay. That is like EFTs. That is dividends. That is stocks. Also, I would consider Bitcoin under that. Okay. So it's the value of certain things going up and down in the market on a continuous basis, right? Do you have control over it? Not so much. Okay. And that is, you know, the guru that we study. Okay. Grant Cardone. That is why he does not preach. In fact, also Rob Kiyosaki. They do not preach so much portfolio income because you don't have as much control over it, right? Like maybe some of you guys have heard that like the stock market crashed a couple of months ago and then it went back up, right? In order for you, okay, in order for you to be able to gain within that kind of market, for one, you need to have a lot of knowledge, right? Investments of any kind, you need to have a lot of knowledge. However, You don't have as much control of the plan. Okay. Because you're putting money into companies, into things that, of course, 2020 has taught each and every one of us that so much is outside of our control. Okay. However, a great thing about, um, portfolio income is that for once the gains can be very drastic at a very rapid rate. Does it happen all the time? No. In fact, what you want to do with this is look at long-term trends. Don't just look at it every day and like freak out and, you know, put like move your money around, right? What we're taught is that when it comes to stocks and that sort of thing, like you have to wait it out for a long period of time and you will receive gains. Don't just keep on moving it around. It's just like you stepping on a scale each and every day and freaking out. It's not going to really add much 
into your life. It's only going to freak you out and you're going to, you know, um, end up sweating a lot, freaking out a lot and really not getting anywhere because you just keep on kind of like, what, what do cats do? Kind of like spinning around their tail. I'm not saying it's right, but I think chasing your tail, chasing your tail. Exactly. So the thing with portfolio income, though, is that you are taxed at a lower rate than ordinary income. So there's already an advantage there. Okay. However, you need to understand what you're getting yourself into. Okay. And there is a lot that goes into it. And also when it comes to stocks and that sort of thing, what I see is two, two big problems. For one, the, the pros in Wall Street are the ones who are going to get the most gain because they know what's happening and they're up to date. So like you always have to be up to date in order to win the game, right? Um, you can't just ignore it. You have to really understand the game in order to play the game, just like with anything else. Okay. Also, the other problem with that is that if you don't understand how to play the game normally, what we see happening most often with, let's say, 401k is, you know, people letting their companies, right, basically control where things are, where their money goes into, right? So like companies like Vanguard, great. They have experts. However, you're not in full control of where your money is going. They just promise you certain things. I don't know about you, but that's almost like, you know, giving, not, not acquiring all the skills and letting somebody else control it. I would much rather control it because I know that if I control it, then I can always be in action whenever I need to. And that is what I call freedom. So the downside to portfolio is that you need to have a lot of understanding with regards to what's happening in the market on a continuous basis in order to truly be successful. And what's happening in the world. Yeah. Now, um, portfolio income, like we said, is taxed at a lower rate than ordinary income. And that is amazing, right? Now, the exact amount is, it really varies, but it's much lower than ordinary. So know that there's already like a huge advantage to it. Now, another advantage to portfolio income, okay, is the fact that the money is working for you, right? That is like the biggest thing. So it provides you more time leverage, right? The most important resource in life is time, okay? So it allows you to leverage your time, okay? So what we want to do next is we want to talk about passive income. Okay. Passive income is what each and every one of you guys listening right now should always gear towards. Passive income is literally you getting a paycheck every single month without raising a finger. It is promised money. It is money working for you. And it is also money that appreciates over time because the reality is, is that the value of money lowers all the time right? Like the value of the dollar 50 years ago was way higher than the value of the dollar today. Like, you know, you probably heard your parents or your grandparents say, oh, back in the day for 50 cents, I could get like, you know, like a whole thing of celery and tuna and whatever. And today for 50 cents, like you can barely get like a lime. Yeah. Right. So the value of the dollar really drops. Okay. And that is why you, you never want to only base your income based off of ordinary income because you have to 
sweat more and spend more time to get money, but the money in which you receive has a lower value, basically a shit show, right? So passive income, you're getting money each and every month. Okay. Forms of passive income is multi-level marketing, which is amazing. And each and every one of you guys need to be a part of multi-level mar marketing because it is such a small investment for a long-term game. If you play the game, right. And also of course, real estate. Another yeah. thing I have to disagree. I ha I'm going to play the devil's advocate. What? Because we are part of a multi-level marketing yeah. company. Did we not work to get to where we are? Yes, we did. So I would say that there's a difference between passive and residual because it's, it's an because, investment though, because we worked to get to where we are with that. Yes. There's money coming every month, but work was put in to create that. Sure. And is still going in to create more. Sure. So we are getting a residual, which is great, which the difference is residual is money that continues to come in on a monthly basis. Um, when the work was already put in, so like membership fees, right? So a gym, if a gym has membership fees and every single month they're getting your 50 bucks or whatever, I don't know how much gym memberships cost, but they're getting that. Is that passive or is that residual? Residual. Because they're still working to get that money. So at what point then, I guess maybe there's a point to which it becomes passive because you're no longer doing the work. Sure. But you have to initially do the work. So I don't want somebody to get the wrong idea where you can go sign up for a multi-level marketing company or network marketing or whatever you want to call it. Please don't sign up for a shitty snaky one. The bottom line is that no matter what, there are shitty snaky people within these environments. That doesn't mean that multi-level marketing is shitty and snaky. Mm -hmm. Um, the business model is actually amazing if you work it right. So anyways, that's off topic. If you, if you go into multi-level marketing company, that does not mean that you're just going to automatically start getting paid every month. There is work required to generate the business that will eventually create passive income. And I think that's where you're going with this. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, looking up the definition for passive income. So I think the easiest way to mm. break this down is there's active income and there's passive income. Yeah. And under active is things that you, that require your action to gain. Passive is money you get where you'd have to put in no action for you've already done it mm -hmm. because any investment you still have to work for, right? Even if it gives you passive income at some point, you still had to work to set it up, to educate yourself, to get it to whatever. So focus on getting the active income that you can be frugal, educate yourself on how to start creating passive income. What things can you invest in? Where can you go? Make sure you learn about it and you become very well educated in it so that you're not a fool and his money will soon part. Uh -huh. So save, but you don't want to save forever because if you, if you just keep saving, your money's not doing anything. You want to save until you can put it in until you have the, uh, correct amount of knowledge to put it into something that you feel confident about gaining from then without any more action. Mm -hmm. So we turn active into passive. Yeah. Little to no effort. Okay. Little to no effort. Yeah. So just to give you guys some definitions, these are great. 
Uh, passive income is income that requires little to no effort to earn and maintain, right? Like you're receiving a check each and every month. And yes, you have to work for everything. That is the truth. Okay. And there is a, you, you have to follow the steps in order to start becoming an investor. Okay. Whether it's, you know, gaining a portfolio or having, you know, real estate or whatever, right? Like you have to put in the work. It's not just going to come to you. Don't ever think that anything will come to you without putting in the work. Just like, like the stupid concept of diet pills and whatnot. No, you gotta, you want to lose weight. You gotta fucking put in the work right? Like you got a meal prep, you got to eat fucking clean. You got to, you got to work out, right? There's no way around it. Okay. However, right? Like if you compare the amount of time and sweat spent with regards to something and how much you're able to gain and leverage, that's where, you know, the big break happens. Okay. So passive activities, basically any sort of property income. So like rentals, right? Rentals, whether it's owning apartments or owning, um, like commercial real estate, right? Like each and every month, like your tenants, they pay you money, right? You had to work to get the deal to buy the property to whatever, right? Right. Like you have, but, to, it's not just going to come to you. But if you, when you work the deal, right, the money comes monthly. And if real estate, like we're not going to get into this right now, but any investment, if you, if the intention is to gain passive income, you've got to do it right still because there's risk, but the risk is calculated. So you have to know how to calculate the risk mm -hmm. so that you don't lose. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So no matter what passive income you're trying to get, calculate the risk and make sure it's smart. Yeah. Royalties are another form of passive income. And that is like, Let's say, you know, you For write sure. a book, you like people buy it like 10 years from now, you're still getting money each and every month. Right. And that's why like the, the guy who, um, who played in the movie, um, home alone, right? He, like though he's, he's a shit show, he's still a millionaire because he's got so much royalty. Because every winter, each, right. He gets paid for that shit. Yeah. Right. That's what's, his royalty. What's, what's his name? I don't even Mc, know. Mix something. Right. So royalties, whether, and that's why musicians too, like they have a shit ton of money because they're getting royalty on a monthly basis based off of whatever the producer signed them for. Right. And then a trade or business activities in which one does not materially participate during the year. So that's basically like an MLM. Okay. You're not actively like eight hours, just like going into work, doing whatever. No, it's Macaulay. It, it, like, like you are selling stuff and people under you sell stuff and you're getting in a certain percentage and over time it grows and grows and grows. Okay. So everything requires work. Know that. However, passive income and portfolio income are taxed at a way lower rate than ordinary income does. And there are even passive income methods where there are tax benefits. Yes. So you actually get around taxes. Yep. Now, if you're the person who gets mad at the people who get around taxes, you need to stop being mad at those people and start figuring out how you get around them. Mm -hmm. It's a game. Yeah. It's a game and the government rewards people for doing what the government wants them to do. That's why there are tax benefits. Yeah. If you provide housing, that is what the government wants. There are a lot of tax benefits for providing 
housing for people. Mm -hmm. If you are invested in real estate, there are a lot of tax benefits in investing in real estate because the government wants you to do certain things. And when you do them, they reward you by giving you a way out of paying taxes legally. Mm -hmm. So I plan to learn everything that I can about how to get around all of the taxes, because if there's a law about it, I'm going to abide by the law and get around it. Yeah. And you should too. You want to manipulate the, the law to work for you, not against you. Now, here's the thing with ordinary income. Go ahead. So with, with taxes, a lot of people get mad and say, oh, you know, rich people don't pay as many taxes. That's because rich people know the laws and they do what they need to do. And they know the laws and the reason the tax laws and codes are all written really crazy is because it, it requires effort for you to know how you can benefit from those tax laws. Every single person can benefit from the tax laws. Every single person. You just have to know. So the people who get mad at the people who don't pay as many taxes, stop wasting your energy on being mad at those people and be one of those people. Yeah. That's what I have to say about that. Yeah. I love it. And it's so important that we talk about it, you guys, because here's the thing, unless you actually start understanding how the game works, and we're telling you everything from our own personal experience too, by the way, you are going to fall into the trap. And that is why in the United States and all over the world, something that we hear all the time is that the rich get richer and the poor get poorer because of these tax laws alone, right? Hourly wages don't go up by much. Inflation keeps on going up. So rents go up, right? You pay the same percentage to the IRS, which is about 40%. Like how the fuck are you able to live like that? And that's why so many people struggle and have two to three jobs. Now, here's the thing. You have to fucking hustle. There's no, there's no easy way out. For one, you need to understand you need to hustle, but you want to work smarter, not just harder. Both. Don't just don't just work three jobs to have ordinary income to have Sam take 40% of it, right? You need to have a plan. What what is this money going to do for me? Or is the day that if you if you live to work, you're going to die working all the time. That's just the truth, right? So what you need to do is you need to figure out a plan, okay? In order to try to get as fast as possible into passive and portfolio. We're not big fans of portfolio, okay? Because you can't fully control it. And there's less control. You can't control the real estate market either, but there at least you know the direction it continues to to go based off of decades yeah. of proof. Yeah, yeah. And real estate is gonna be here decades and centuries from now. Stocks, like, yeah, Netflix's stock might be great for the next five years, but who knows what the next big thing is, right? So you want to be sure of everything that you do. But the reason why people are so scared of the whole money thing, which is a game, is because they, they don't have a plan and they don't have the right information. So now each and every one of you guys, you need to make it an obligation to, for one, we talked about it on one of the previous episodes and each and every one of you guys need to watch it. You need to have a plan because you need to learn to earn your money. Okay. Like you need to have an attitude where you fucking hustle. You got to fucking hustle. 
okay? But because you have to save for yourself 40%, okay, which requires a lot of hard work, right? That 40% is going, and which by the way, requires discipline, a lot of discipline, right? Because now it's going to raise your standards to work a lot harder, spend a lot more time and energy, right? Gaining more money to start working towards a plan. Not spending it on shoes every month. Yeah, exactly. Yes, you can have a shoe or you can have like, you know, one step closer to to your ultimate game plan. Go ahead. I want to say something about investments. You can always win, but you have to know how to play the game. Mm-hmm. doesn't matter like stock market gurus will make money when the stock market is complete and utter garbage Yep, because they bet against the dollar. Mm-hmm. Right. So no matter what is happening in the market, real estate investors will buy property when the market is shit and they'll keep the other properties they have. They don't sell them. They keep them because we know it's going to go back up. But so no matter what you and and when you accumulate enough real estate, even when the market is shitty, you're still in positive cash flow. Yeah. So there's always a way to win with investments, but you have to know how to play the game. You have to be patient and know that you're not going to make a million dollars in your first month of investing. Like you, you're going to make shit money when you first start. And also, and also something else that we all have to pay close attention to is that don't become an investor with $5,000. Like you need to have at least $200,000 in the bank to, to start making it work for you. I mean, that's not true. I would argue against that. But right. the concept is the worst investment you can make is not investing enough. Yes. And when you know how to play the game and you can calculate the risk, no investment is too big. Right. You're not afraid because you know how to play the game. You've calculated the risk and you know you're going to win. Yeah. Yeah. The riskiest thing is to just rely on ordinary income. Did you guys or on other people to do things with your investments? Oh my gosh. That's, that's so terrible. Yep. The, the, the minute we learn that we stop putting our, our, our money and, and that, but this, this went from like different types of income to like taxes to like, well, it's important to talk about though, like what differentiates it. So did you guys know? Okay. That millionaires, the average millionaire, okay, multi-millionaire, in fact, not somebody who has just earned $1 million. Because each and every one of you guys is a millionaire over the span of your lifetime, you are going to earn more than a million dollars. Even if you make $50,000 a year within 20 years, you're going to become a millionaire. Okay. Now you will have made a million dollars, right? Right. You're not a millionaire, but millionaires normally have seven streams of income, seven streams of income. Is that on average? On average, seven streams of income. Do you think that means that they have seven different jobs? No, because there's only so much time we have in the day, but you have to leverage your time in order to leverage your money in order to create more time. There's seven, an average of seven different money rivers flowing to the money ocean. Yeah. So what you want to do is instead of relying on, on one stream, right? You want to increase the pipeline because if one thing gets cut, guess what? You're like, I'm good. What she means by increase the pipeline is increase the number of streams. Yes. Because if you have five and one gets cut off, you still have four. There's Mm -hmm. still money coming in. Right. 
okay, this one gets plugged back in. Oh, but this one gets taken away somehow. Oh, you still have four. Oh, two. Well, at least still have three. And if at best, every stream is flowing well. Yeah. Right. But shit happens in life. You know, coronavirus fucked up a lot of shit. And it's coming back. A lot of shit. And it's going to keep doing it for however long. And so, you know, it's, it's important to know that you have money coming from multiple areas. I will tell you right now, if you are reply, if you are replying, if you are relying on unemployment money right now or any kind of relief or stimulus money or anything like that, and you are not actively looking for a job because you know you're getting paid money from the government for not working, go find another way to make money yeah. because you have an opportunity. Thought about this last night. I was like, man, I know because the average thinker who gets unemployed and then makes money from unemployment or from the government stimulus relief, whatever. And some are getting paid more from unemployment than they were getting when they were working. So now they're getting paid more to not work, which means why would you be motivated to work? Cause if you start working, then your unemployment's going to get taken away. So now we're being encouraged to not work, but still getting money from it. But here's the problem. You're relying on somebody else to give you money. And what happens when that something goes away? You have no control. And what I was thinking is that those are also the excuse makers. And those are also the people who want the easy way out. And I'll tell you, if you want the easy way out, you're never going to get what you want in life. If you're looking for the easy way, if you're looking for a shortcut, we are here to tell you there is no shortcut to anything worth having. Yeah. And the biggest hazard with that is for one, I don't think anybody was, I mean, maybe if, if you, if you're relying on that, then sucks for you, honestly, because your mindset's fucked up. Your biggest problem is that you're not doing step one. Step one is earning it, not getting it from the gods, right? Like that is the worst thing ever. This, this is a, a recipe for disaster. Right. It's like you drive driving through McDonald's every day for lunch. I guess you could consider it's suicidal unemployment to be passive income. <laughs> However, but it is limited. It's it, limited. It is limited. And you don't get to choose when it stops. Right. Or how much you're getting. Mm -hmm. Right. And but go ahead. By the end of the day, you know, it, it, it's our life and it's our choices and how we want to live our lives. Do we want to be healthy? so we can have physical freedom? Do we want to be wealthy so that we can have financial freedom? I don't know about you, but if you're like Aaron and myself, we want to live the most rad, badass life where we are limitless, right? We want to be able to do whatever, right? Climb the highest mountain. And, you know, even if it requires us to take a helicopter, then we want to be able to do that without being limited. Right. How, but you know, it, it all ties back to the concept of not having a plan, right? Not knowing enough and having a shitty mindset. But that's normally because, you know, you haven't been taught the right thing and the environment in which you're in sucks. And that's really why we have this show, you guys. Again, we are not money experts. Okay. However, we are learning from the best. Okay. If anybody wants to get on the program where Aaron and I are learning all of these things, we're happy to share it with you. Okay. It's called Cardone You and you get a seven day free trial. Cardone University. Oh yeah. Right. <laughs>
Um, but but in all um, all kidding aside, if you guys um, really want more help, we're happy to help with regards to that. And also, you know, just educate yourself. Really, it invest your time in what will change your life. And invest your money in the, the things that create passive income that actually interest you. Yeah. Because you'll be more willing to learn about it. Yeah. For anybody who is interested in the seven-day free trial to Cardone University, please do us a favor and message Erin or me myself. Your, send me your email address Yeah, because, in a Facebook message. Because that guy is amazing, you guys. It is. It is a monthly... Of course, like it's an investment. So after the seven day trial, I, I, it's relatively inexpensive though for what you learn. It is dirt cheap for what you learn in there. Yeah, it's all a matter of value, right? Money is yeah. just an exchange, right? After seven days, you're going to realize how amazing it is. Like if you're serious about it, you're going to make the investment. And if, but you're if, seri- you're like- if you're serious about it, you'll actually use the seven days to your advantage and watch things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, okay. Yes, Tammy, email. All right, you guys, we hope that you enjoyed today's episode. It's, it's a lot to understand. And like, we've been studying it for a couple of months and we're still learning. Okay. But we know that, you know, talking about it makes us better, makes us better and it informs you. And hopefully you will do something with it in order to make you better. Okay. But it takes years to practice just like weight loss. We hope you have a wonderful day tomorrow. We are starting with our relationship conversation so that if you're single, you can get into a happy relationship. (laughs) If you're currently unhappy in the relationship that you're in um, and have improved your relationship, because this is what life is all about. Constantly improving whatever it is that you're doing. That's that. Bye, guys. Okay, bye. Thank you for listening to Espresso with Erin and Suri. On your way out, be sure to check out our website, erinandsuri.com, to keep up to date with what we have going on and maybe grab some free stuff. And if you feel so inclined, hop on over to leave us a five-star review, wink, wink. And remember, life is more fun when you subscribe to Erin and Suri.